Welcome to the Filter Free Friday podcast. I am your host, Brittany Williams, and this is the podcast to help you realize the distance between the life that you want to live and the life that you're currently living isn't nearly as big as you think. I am coming off of a strong week. I just got back from my delayed honeymoon uh, in Italy, which shout out to the Italians because they are doing something right. I don't know exactly what it is. Your girl will think about it and report back. But that is a beautiful, beautiful country. Um... Not all, though, is like perfect. It's not like, oh, just I came back from my honeymoon and I'm just glowing. No, your girl is exhausted. I have a strong case of jet lag. And I had a feeling that I was going to have a bad case of jet lag because I bragged a little bit, a tiny little bit on my Instagram when someone asked me how to deal with jet lag. And I felt like I spoke a little confidently. And then I clicked, you know, send, post, whatever. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to get stuck with some bad jet lag after speaking with confidence about it. Because I had zero jet lag on the way there. Uh, We definitely timed it right. But on the way back, um, our flight was delayed a couple hours. And so we got back literally in the middle of the night. And then I was up at like 5 a.m. ready for the day. So uh, your girl's tired. Brain's a little scrambled. So I give you that disclaimer because I'm filming this Thursday afternoon, um, <laughs> which is cutting it a little close considering the title of the Friday, the podcast is Filter Free Friday. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that I like talked about Italy and my honeymoon when it was fresh. I didn't want to wait a week. So here we are filming jet lagged and all. I look like a hot mess. Like I always a hot mess express, but I'm like the max level of hot mess express today. My I'm looking at myself as I film this because uh, I record it and I also film it on my phone just in case I ever want to use um you know, this audio video of me, I don't really know why I do it, but it feels right. Anyways, I've got like the most chapped lips possible. My body is so hot because it's just like trying to come down from like all of the pasta and pizza that I ate because it's just churning through all of like the oil (laughs) and cheese. Uh, And so I'm literally like in a bra because I'm just like, I'm so hot. Everywhere I go, I just I can't get comfortable. And I know it, it's it's just gluten and cheese floating around in my bloodstream. I mean, I actually they don't actually float in your bloodstream like that. But like, that's kind of how it feels. Um, but luckily, it is a three-day weekend here in the United States. So happy Memorial Day to all of my fellow Americans out there. Um, and uh, I mean, I don't actually subscribe to that. Like I don't work a normal nine to five. So like I work on Saturday. Uh, and so like I don't have a three-day weekend, but like the vibe when the the vibe when everybody else has a three-day weekend is so strong. It's kind of like the weekend. I work weekends. So I don't really like looking forward, like I don't work on Mondays, but I do work on Saturdays, but I still love a good Saturday because everybody else in the world, or at least in my life, is in a good mood because they don't work. You know, that's kind of the feeling of that three-day weekend. So going into the three-day weekend, really glad that we did it this way because now Rob and I have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, at least for him. Like I said, I have to work, but for him, before he has to go back truly to work again on Tuesday, um which is nice. I mean, he's working on Friday, but like, I think from home, uh, and it's, I think a half day because of Memorial Day. Okay. Now I've I've just, no one cares about Rob's schedule. (laughs) Let me move on. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, I'm filming this on Thursday. Uh, I am exhausted. Uh, my stomach hurts and I really want to be back in bed. But you know, we've got obligations that we gotta, you got, you're an adult, you have to be responsible. So here I am filming the podcast uh, for Friday. Uh, this trip to Italy was my honeymoon. We went for 10 days. Uh, Rob and I got married in July of last year. Uh, we had to delay our wedding a year because of our friend COVID. Um, and then we ended up delaying the honeymoon at a year again after that because, uh, you know, I just felt like last summer, we didn't really have a good hold on the pandemic. And I, can, I don't think we have a good hold on it now either. But at least, you know, things are a little bit more predictable. And you kind of know how to navigate the scene. Uh, we're vaccinated, all the things. Uh, so it feels a little bit uh, safe. Well, were we vaccinated last year? Guys, the time runs to get, like, who knows? Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, I was worried that the honeymoon wasn't going to feel like a honeymoon because, you know, we've been married for a year and, We've lived together for now six years. Uh, so like, I don't know, the actual quote unquote honeymoon phase like never really happened. Like we just like got married and like went home and like life went back to normal. So I was a little worried that it would just feel like a normal vacation, but it didn't. Like I'm, I'm pleased to say that it definitely felt like a honeymoon uh, and definitely felt, you know, special and romantic and all the things, which is nice. Um, we went to Positano for seven days and then we were in Rome for three days and then we did actually go to Capri for a day. Didn't spend the night there. Um, um, but we did do a private boat tour, which I highly recommend if you ever go to Italy. Um, or if to, like, not expensive. Like, don't think that I say that like a bougie. <laughs> no. We spent 200-something euros to rent a private boat tour for three hours uh, and have some guy who barely spoke any English but was amazing uh, take us around the island. Highly recommend it. Um, I, we got to jump into the water and see the sights, and, and it was great. Um I didn't realize, though, like, people knew, or sorry, people told me that, like, there was a lot of stairs in Positano, and, like, and just the Amalfi Coast in general, like, yeah, but, like, this was, it was insane, like, I truly don't understand how the people do it, and, of course, like, my dumbass listened to Rob when we were trying to haul our 50-pound bags up the stairs, like, I should have listened to the Airbnb host, which gave us a nice, like, longer but easier path from the ferry to our Airbnb that was just up streets with a gradual hill. But of course, Rob's like, just just use Google Maps. Like, Siri will tell you. Like, we don't need to, like, read directions and, like, try to figure it out. Just let Siri do it for you. Well, I, fun fact, Siri's a bitch. Siri's an asshole. Siri gives you, like, only half of the information. She's like, here's the shortest route, but she doesn't take into consideration elevation change. She doesn't take into consideration how busy the streets are going to be. She doesn't take into consideration how many stairs there's going to be. I, Rob and I hauled our bags up so many flights of stairs that first day. It was unreal. And you guys, we are very fit. We are up well above average for 32 and 34 year olds. Is he 32? Yeah, Rob's, Rob, you guys, Rob was born in the 90s. I have a problem with that. Now, I was born in 1988, so I recognize some of you are rolling your eyes deep back into your eye sockets because you're like, girl, there ain't no difference between 88 and 90. But when I have to tell someone my husband was born in 1990, I squirm a little in my seat. 
again, I recognize 88 and 90 aren't that big of a difference, but it makes a big difference, okay? So I'm just saying we're, 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 we're not spring chickens, but we're spring chickens for our age because we're, we're in shape. Your girls, I don't know if you know this, but sometimes I work out and your girl can lift weights quite well and take them up and down stairs. But this was unlike anything else I've ever experienced. Never again will I let Rob tell me to listen to Siri when a local has given me the instructions. You listen to the local, Siri ain't Italian. Siri's never vacationed in Amalfi Coast, okay? Siri's stuck up somewhere in some vault in in um, Silicon Valley. She's never seen the light of day. We think Siri knows, she, we think Siri's got the best, and actually it ain't Siri, it's Google Maps. Who, what's, what's the name of Google? Like Google needs to name their person. I'm just going to call her Siri because it's all that same bitch. <laughs> she ain't not, she ain't looking out for us is all I'm saying. And it's, a, there was like another couple. They were also, I think they were on their honeymoon. Let's say they were, cause it makes the story more fun, but they definitely, they were like our age, maybe a little bit younger climbing up the stairs with us, but they had somehow managed to pack just one bag, which I truly don't comprehend how that's possible like robin rob's bag was probably like 40 pounds and but only 40 pounds because i put my shit in his bag and mine was 50 and it could have been 60 but delta will charge you like an arm and a leg if you if you go one pound over 50 so i obliged and just did 50 but my bag was massive you guys like i used to travel a lot for work and when i say travel a lot for work i mean four to five days a week in a different city different hotel like i used to be a traveling sales rep and if something could go wrong with travel it has and i've seen it and i have a theory that the more that goes wrong the more that you travel, the more that obviously is going to go wrong when you travel because that's just normal. That's, that makes sense. But then you start thinking that things are always going to go wrong when you travel. Like, for example, the weather was like 75 and sunny and I'm getting all these messages from people in Italy as I'm preparing for my trip. People on Instagram sending me messages being like, it's really hot. Just be prepared for the sun. And I'm like, let me bring six sweaters just in case there's a chill in the air. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you. I plan for, I don't care what the weather is, because I'm going to plan for all of it. I'm going to plan for every possible scenario. I'm going to bring 12 versions of everything because I've been in those situations where you need it even though you didn't think you did. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying it's rational, but I'm saying that's how I live my life. I'm an overpacker. I'll work on that in therapy tomorrow. But I really shouldn't have packed that much. And thank God Rob's a gentleman. And he took my 50 pound bag up the stairs and I took his because it was a little bit lighter. But like, honestly, like it didn't really make a difference. I was dying. And this couple was going up with us. And like the girl who was with us, she literally was carrying like her sunglasses, a water bottle and like a crossbody purse and her husband was carrying their one suitcase and she was like oh this is so hard and I was like bitch grab on to this other handle you're gonna help me carry my shit up the stairs because you look like you're fresh as a freaking daisy with that beautiful flowing hair and her long linen skirt like get up get over here like get like get, absolutely not okay oh I mean but I it was nice to have another couple I think with us 
because usually in those situations when shit hits the fan and like things aren't good and you're just not happy about a decision that you've made because you've blindly followed your spouse, that's when fights happen. You know, that's when you start to bicker. So I think having another couple there with us probably helped everyone involved not yell at their spouse. Because <laughs> like, you, we're all in this together. We all made this bad decision. Um... But our Airbnb was wonderful once we did actually get up there. And then we we went gradually downhill every single time and gradually uphill. We never used those stairs, I think, again. Um, we did actually end, end up climbing over a fence to get to one of my favorite restaurants. So there is a theme here, which is if you're going to blindly, again, follow your spouse, just know that you'll be climbing stences, climbing, climbing stences, <laughs> climbing stairs and climbing fe- over fences. Oh, whew. breathe, Brittany breathe i need some water there's no mm, i've got nothing she's got nothing just jet lag just jet lag and fatigue that's all she's work working with right now (laughs) um but yeah so it was it was a wonderful wonderful trip um i do think i would say rome is my favorite city in the world now i think i enjoyed our time in positano better but like we were there for longer that has more of a vacation vibe right so like I'm probably going to say that was my favorite part, but Rome, I mean, the history, the food, the everything was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. The Europeans are doing it right. One thing I will say that I've realized, I think that the Europeans do their food, whatever, you know, country and area that you're in, they do their food really damn well, right? Like, fun fact, Italians are really good at making good Italian food. Okay, but like in the United States, I just feel like you can like be on a corner and you're going to see like a Thai restaurant, uh, an Indian restaurant. You're going to see burgers. You're going to see pizza. You're going to see, you know, Mediterranean, whatever. Like United States just got has variety. And maybe that's just because I live in a foodie town. If you're a foodie, you need to come to Portland, Oregon. Truly, like I said, I've traveled all over the United States. I think Portland has the best food in the United States, period, hard stop. Yes, I've eaten in New York. Yes, I've eaten in LA and San Francisco and Chicago. Actually, I don't think I've eaten in Chicago. I've been to Chicago, but I don't think I stopped and had like enough to be able to say that I've eaten a lot there. But like I still am going to put that line in the sand and say that like Portland is like top two in the country. Uh, And I think anyone who's been to Portland and eaten in Portland knows that. Uh, But Portland has variety, which I can't say much about that about Portland in general. Portland is vanilla as it comes when it comes to the people here. But the food is as diverse and I think rich and authentic. So not just like bullshit diversity. I'm talking about true, authentic um, food from a lot of different places, which is awesome. Uh... So that's one thing I just noticed. It's like, that just doesn't exist. Like, I think we saw one sushi restaurant in Positano. Um, but, I mean, that was fine. I'm not, I don't I don't fly to Italy to not have pasta and pizza every single day. Guys, I had pasta, pizza, and gelato every single day. I had gelato every lunch and every dinner. Some of the dinners we had tiramisu, which is Rob's favorite um, dessert. But some days I had tiramisu and gelato. Uh, and then for breakfast, we would have croissants and then we'd make eggs at our house. And I tell you that not because I want to like, I mean, I guess I was bragging. (laughs) I guess that is a little bit of a brag. That's a pretty nice way to spend 10 days. But like, 
you gotta just live it up. And I was actually shocked. I have really bad um, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. So I have tons of digestive issues. And usually at home, I really have to watch um, what I eat in terms of uh, what's going to cause me to bloat and what's not and have issues. And I just said, F it, I'm going to eat whatever I want to in Italy. And I had zero issues. I was shocked. I'm pretty for sure it's probably because the Europeans like actually use decent ingredients in their food. Uh, and we don't in the United States. Um, but Rob's convinced it's because I actually was stress-free for once, um, which uh, there's definitely science behind um, stress levels and gut and digestion. But it's hard for me to believe that like all it took was like a honeymoon for all of my problems to go away. But you guys, when I tell you that all my problems went away for 10 days, they did. I'm shocked. I'm shook. She's shook about it. But then, of course, now back in the United States, I'm sure all my problems are going to start over again. But that's fine. Um, Here's my lesson for you today. And I think that... um, I didn't want to spend too much time going over all the details in Italy. I think I'm going to do a post on Instagram about it because not everyone wants to just hear about me frolicking around uh, the coast of Italy. Um, But what I I do want to share with you is that I, so like I said, I used to travel a lot for work and it really, I started to hate travel because it felt like work uh, and it just became difficult and hard and frustrating and I became to put, I I began to put um, a high value on my time at home and I do really appreciate time at home. Um, And I always just assumed I hated traveling. But I think what I've learned is that I don't like traveling with other people other than my husband. Um, Because I want to do it exactly how I want to do it, right? Like I've traveled with groups of people and I still am fine to travel. For all my friends listening, don't worry. I still would love to travel with you. Uh, But I think that we need to go into more things in life, both group travel and just in general, like being okay saying no. Like when I look back at some of those trips, there are certainly things that I should, I felt like I had to do because the entire group was doing them, but I didn't do it. Like you gotta be able to just to say, no, that's not for me today. And make it exactly how you wanna make it. And like, that's what makes good trips is when you spend your time doing what you want to. Um, and I think that's what I really liked about Rob and I is that like, we don't feel obligated to do what everyone thinks we should do. Oh, you went to Rome, did you go to the Vatican City? No. We went to St. Peter's Church. Like we walked up to it, didn't go in. Um, f- side note, freaking gorgeous. But like the Vatican City wasn't something that like, you know, perked up Rob and I's ears. Like we, we didn't, con- felt like we had a connection with it um, the same way that we did a lot of the other sites um, in Rome. So it just wasn't ever anything huge in um, Positano. There's a hike. It's like a three hour hike called the Path of the Gods, which is apparently absolutely gorgeous but like I got really bad sun poisoning and like being outside uh for long periods of time just wasn't gonna cut it and so I was like you know we're just not gonna do it because it doesn't serve us today and just having that feeling of like yeah there is a few select things that are quote unquote things you have to do when you go to Italy or you have to do when you're on vacation but like I say f that do exactly what you want make that trip how what if you just want to lay on the beach I have no problem with that when Rob and I went to Costa Rica a few years ago I have nothing to tell anyone we did nothing we literally flew to a different country to just sit on the beach we went into a park and saw a sloth 
but that was for like one hour for a one week trip. <laughs> the rest of the time was just spent on the beach. And like we went home to our hotel and we would play card games at night. And that's honestly what we did on this vacation. Like we literally just did what we wanted during the day and at night, instead of having to force ourselves to go out for like a 70th drink or a 12th tiramisu, we went upstairs and we would just play games. And that to me is bliss. And I feel like this trip for me was so enjoyable because I just finally stopped the bullshit of doing what I think other people want me to do and what people recommended or just going with the flow, following what my heart wants me to do and what I think I want to do uh, is something that I, one, think you should do on vacation. Like I said, uh, don't feel like you have to do something. If you're going with people, say no to things like don't go like I went on a um like right before COVID hit I went on a trip to Montana a ski trip with a bunch of skiers and uh your girl is not a skier I grew up in central Texas where fun fact there ain't no snow <laughs> there ain't much at least uh definitely no mountains uh and so that's just not something that like gets me super excited so I did it for a day and then the next day I I think the second day too I was like I'm gonna stay here at the house and I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm going to have just some downtime and you guys go out and do your own thing. And I think that I would have been so miserable if I would have forced myself onto that mountain um, more than once. Like it just was not in super, enjoy I mean, it was enjoyable, but it's not something that I needed a ton of. And I have a little bit of a reputation with my friends of just doing whatever the hell I want to do. Like, I don't care what you want me to do. I'm doing me always and that is something that I realize that's how I enjoy travel doing exactly what I want to do uh which is taking the gradual hill up the stairs instead of the thousand flights of stairs which is what Rob wanted to do <laughs> okay that that's if we're being honest I learned I was reminded do you don't do what your husband thinks you should do <laughs> Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, but really, I think that lesson should apply to everything in life. So often we're living our life following the agenda and the itinerary that someone else hands us, when in reality, we should be generating that itinerary on our own. And you can absolutely take the advice of people who have been to the city before, been to that country before. I'm not saying that I just said, F you guys, I'm not listening to any of your uh, recommendations. Believe me, I appreciated all of the recommendations that I was given, but I put them through the Britney filter. I did what I felt was best for me because I know how I like to vacation. And that's that exact mindset I want you to take into your life, whether you've got a vacation coming or not. Like, how can you take all of the things, the expectations that people have of you lay them out, and then put you put them through your filter. Do not do something because you feel obligated, because it feels like what someone of your job, of your age should do. You gotta be able to take all of those pressures, recognize them, respect them, because a lot of them are there to improve your life, right? Like you will get, you know, family members who will give you advice on how you should live your life, you respect that they're doing that from a good place and from a place of love. But do not feel obligated to follow along with that advice because once you've put that through the filter of you, only you know what is best 
for you. And you should not apologize for living your life exactly how you want to. It's yours. Take those inputs, learn them, understand them, ask questions about them, hold on to the ones that you want, discards the ones that you don't. To me, I think that's what I learned on my honeymoon, that I did it exactly how I wanted to. And I guess I made a few, we did a few things Rob wanted to. <laughs> I'm kidding. Even though I will say Rob is very good at recognizing like we should just do this because it's going to make Brittany happy. Uh, because your girl can get like hangry. I can get cranky, moody. Like I'll admit some flaws. So sometimes you just got to do things so that you don't get moody, right? Like sometimes you just got to pick the closest breakfast option because Brittany's gonna be hangry if she doesn't get that chocolate croissant sometime soon. <laughs> it always comes down to hanger. Hanger, you guys. Like that, like I truly am a different person when I'm hungry. And Rob knows that. He, I learned, I taught him that early. That's my last piece of advice I'll give you. When you're starting a new relationship, whether that be with a significant other, at, at a workplace, with a friend, you got to let them know that if you're the kind of person that gets hangry, you, it is your responsibility to share. Your girl can't go more than a couple hours without a snack. You share that information with other people. I promise you to make your life better. <laughs> Everyone in my life knows that I need to be well fed or watch out. Your girl gets a little snappy, a little feisty when she hasn't eaten. If you have ever worked out with me and taken one of my classes and you know that I miss breakfast for whatever reason, good luck. Good luck. You need to pick those lightweights today because we're going to be working. You don't want to go heavy today. If your girl hasn't eaten breakfast and you're in my workout class, you need to say a prayer. You don't believe in God, that's fine. Pray to something because we're going to be working today. <laughs> That's for sure. Maybe that was my problem when I wrote my sweat program. Everyone says it's really hard. Maybe I just was, I was malnourished. Maybe I just wasn't, I was hungry when I was writing it. <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, I am glad to be back um, on my normal routine because that means that I can interact with more of you uh, on the daily, on the regular while vacation was nice. Uh, I love my job and I love being able to spend this time. So please let me know your thoughts on the podcast. If you could rate, review, um, I would highly, highly appreciate it. And, and if you can share with a friend, that is the best compliment that you could give me is to share the podcast out with the world. Uh, because I do think a lot more of us need these reminders uh, to live our truth, to go out after what we want. Um, and it's okay to need that reminder, right? Like I need that reminder too. I'm not sitting here on a pedestal telling you, you need to do better. Like I need to do better on things too. Uh, but we're all in this together, paddling along on our boats on that Amalfi coast, just paddling along, trying to live our best life. I don't know what that was. That's, uh, oh. <laughs> let's just let, let's just end that there before I embarrass myself and more than I already have. <laughs> Okay, like I said, happy Memorial Day weekend for those of you living in the United States. Be safe this holiday weekend uh, and go live your Friday filter free. Bye.